The 630 Chad Afternoon News with Jaylen Nye and Andrew Gross. Weekdays at 2 on 630 Chad. what that music must mean it's uh, the last well it's not the last wednesday but it's the last convenient wednesday of the month <laughs> <laughs> dr gans ferentz in studio with us for another of his monthly segments how does that make you feel welcome back hey thanks for having me outside of our regular sequence i yeah. appreciate sure. the flexibility if you still want to come in over christmas i'd be happy <laughs> i'd be happy to have a partner yeah. got days and days there uh gans you know i have to say that i think a lot of people and it, and it always happens this time of year it's like oh my goodness the the feeling of being overwhelmed mm-hmm. just takes over instead of the feeling of you know love and warmth and comfort mm-hmm. and happiness there is this overwhelming feeling of overwhelmingness well, <laughs> well what are the, what are the feelings that people yeah. deal with i mean are they, there's guilt i would imagine well wow, there's, there's a, just a variety of feelings i think that people can go through at this time i mean really we it's funny because we look forward to the holidays we look forward to you know big thing time away from work if you can get it right Mm. But also, um, you know, the the opportunity to get together with people we actually want to see, friends and family, hopefully we want to see them. Um, you know, but there are people who don't have that ability. They, they, they're away from their friends or family or people are working or whatever. So there can be sadness. There can be a bit of, you know, resentment sometimes. But for sure, the overwhelm that you're talking about, Jalen, it's, it's, it, we get that when we think that we have to do certain things in order to make things happen, right? And and uh, we really, really need to think about what is important in life, but it's, but you know, in this season as well, because whatever we think is important, whatever you know, getting the right turkey or the right decorations or having this place setting is just perfect or whatever. No one is going to remember that. They are going to remember the experience they had with you, especially if they're kids. Mm-hmm. They're going to remember your patience, your smile, your your time, your eye contact, the joy you have in your hearts, right? Um, so mm. the, the kids are going to remember that and not just little kids, big kids. So other family members will also remember that too. So no one is going to really care if you got dust bunnies in the corner or whatever. I mean, if they do, well, that's up to them. Let them worry yeah. about that, right? But Get the well, issues. Ask any right. adult what they received as a gift when they were a child. Right. Probably could name one or two, maybe. Right, maybe. You know, but otherwise... But you we, remember the memories. We stress about that, though. Right. Right? Exactly. We always want our children to have a better Christmas than we had, or we want them to have the perfect one. Well, yeah, and, and the better Christmas is not the more stuff or the better gadgets or whatever. I mean, we've bought, like, probably a ton of gadgets for our kids, too. They're piled in a corner in my basement right now, <laughs> you know what I mean? And they, 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 they were excited with them for about a week or two even the teenagers, right? And and that but what they do remember is you remember that time we went there and we did this for Christmas mm. or we played this game or whatever it is. Really it's the experiences that we remember and you talk to anybody who's older in life and that is exactly what it's about. It's never about the stuff. Can I be totally sexist for a second? <laughs> Apparently you can. Is, is it worse? <laughs> is it stopping you? Or, or is it <laughs> Is it more common among women than men? And and I ask only because it's been my experience in growing up and in my current relationship that the woman um, 
put so much more into it, is mm-hmm. responsible in many ways for doing the supper. I know men cook and that kind of thing, but right. so many more women, I think if we're being honest, uh, you know, prepare the home and right. uh, prepare the meal and oversee the present buying and mm-hmm. put the invitations out or accept them. or And then it's all over so yeah. suddenly. And, and I can just... Yeah, I guess I'll just leave it at that. So, I mean, is it more relevant to women? So, so I think there are a couple of issues there. One is, like, I think that the tradition has been that the women typically take care of that stuff and where the guys do other stuff, right? So I think that is, that is you know, just sort of a, a factor of just how it's set up. But I do think, you know, when, when I work with couples, for example, if I, if I ask the couple, like a male-female couple, to rank their relationship, the, the man will always rank it about two points higher than the woman, mm, right? And really? that's, that's, yeah, because <laughs> we, we, our standards are much lower, unfortunately. That's <laughs> what, what it is, what it boils down to, right? So generally, women take a little more... Uh, pay a little more attention to that sort of stuff and 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 uh, have a lot more pride and well their standards are higher so so they want to do a lot more with that generally right generally speaking the over so. under eh? yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, I know you wanted to talk about uh, some of the the bonding activities that we can do over the holidays and I want to get to that but there's a couple other things that mm-hmm. I want to touch on as well and it's funny that this came up today because you know a total aside Neil Diamond has a new song out it's called Christmas prayers oh, really? awesome and um, and it's and it's it's just talking about reflecting on the times that you spent with, you know, the people who you may not be with this year, whether mm-hmm. they've passed on or you're not, uh, just not going to be around. And it took me back. You talked to, about those memories of being a kid all packed into my, my nan's house in Peterborough, Ontario. You know, we all had the, you know, the, the little table for the kids and mm-hmm. 20 of us, you know, all in there. I don't remember anything else but going tobogganing that night right. with my with my cousins all of that sort of stuff and it and it's those memories that I that I miss the most and talking to my mom the other day she says wouldn't it be great to have one more christmas at nan's house and have yeah. done all of that stuff and in, and it's hard when when people let's say and, I, and this is where I wanted to get to with that with that story was that you know when people pass on mm-hmm. or if there's divorces and you have you have those firsts when mm-hmm. you're trying to deal with and they can be really hard for example even you know divorce even if you wanted the divorce that first Christmas oh, yeah. or that first whatever can be a real mm-hmm. can be a real challenge I think I drank and slept my way through mm-hmm. through that and and certainly if if you've lost a loved one. Mm-hmm. It can be really painful as well. So uh, I'm curious to know what you would suggest for those folks who are dealing with that this year. Yeah. Um, be gentle with yourself. Absolutely. Absolutely be gentle with yourself. Give yourself permission to feel what you feel, right? And to do the things you need to do to look after yourself because it is hard. I mean, even if it's, you know, in the case of divorce or the, the death of somebody, you know, who may have been like really ill and suffering and, you know, in some ways it might be a relief and, you know, yeah. uh, a release from pain for that person who's, who's suffering. It doesn't take away the... <clears throat> the fact that we miss the person or the experience or or the need for the grieving process of the loss of what we had hoped it would be, 
Okay. So I, I would say definitely give yourself permission to be down for a while, to be sad. You, if, if it makes sense, you may want to take some time by yourself, but it's also okay if you want to be around other people, um, especially if you're feeling really, really depressed or suicidal or anything like that. Definitely reach out to somebody. The helpline, if you're in Edmonton, you know, um, 211, ask for somebody on the helpline, go to the hospital if you're feeling suicidal. But, you know, one of the things we can do when we're feeling sad, especially if we're not around loved ones, either they're away or we've lost them, is reach out and see what we can do for someone else as well. Um, a lot of times when we help other people go through something else, it helps us go through whatever we're going through. Volunteer at, you know, like the mustard seed mm -hmm. or, you know, the SPCA shelter or wherever, right? Something that is meaningful to you. Go and do and give to something and someone else that's bigger and uh, outside of you. That can really help to get through these really difficult times. But again, Take the time for yourself, understand that this is normal and healthy, and reach out for help when you need it. What about for um, for parents who maybe maybe this is the first year that mm -hmm. it's the the Christmas apart, and so and I, I remember that in both ways. I remember being uh, being a kid and my parents had split up, and you have that first Christmas, and it seems mm -hmm. odd. You don't know where you're going. There seems to be a competition on yeah, how much yeah. is buying who, whatever's going <clears throat> on there. You know, for the kids, you know, what do you do for yourself, and what do you do for the kids? So so the th what you do for the kids is the same thing as you do for yourself. First of all, you take yourself off of the hook, right? It is going to be a little more difficult this year if this is the first year. I think it's important to just recognize that. It, it makes no sense. You're not going to win. No one is going to win if you try to compete, okay? Mm -hmm. So it's not about outdoing the other person for Christmas. And it's not even honestly about making the perfect Christmas for the kids after the split up or whatever. It's going to be what it is, right? And you can explain that to the kids. You know what? I love you. The other side loves you. <clears throat> We're going to make the best of what we have here. It is going to be different, though. And let's see if we can create some new traditions. Mm -hmm. and, and, and look at it as a, a new beginning and explain that to the kids as a new beginning because that way they can, you know, there's going to be some stuff from the past, that, some traditions you can bring over, but in lots of ways it's not going to be the same. And to try to pretend it's the same or that it's automatically better, right, is it's not going to be fair and it's going to backfire in your face. But when you actually share with the kids that, you know what, I'm going to do my best. I'm going to pace myself, though, because no sense creating the perfect, quote unquote, Christmas. And then you pass out or you get sick or mm -hmm. you're too pissed off to really interact with the kids or yeah. whatever. Right. So do your best. Take yourself off the hook and just sort of try to make it a, a different experience, a new tradition and see what happens. You know, uh, you can tell me whether this is healthy, mm -hmm. normal. <laughs> Whatever, but I wasn't actually expecting this conversation, but I can tell you that as a divorced man mm -hmm. with two children down in Calgary, who I never got to see on Christmas, mm -hmm. ever, and have never mm -hmm. seen them wow. on Christmas, what I used to do is our tradition became that I would phone them at 8 o'clock in the morning, mm -hmm. find out what all Santa Claus had brought, what they planned to do today, and then I would... And I'd typically do it honestly uh, from my in-laws' house because mm -hmm. we'd be over there with their children, and, mm -hmm. and but not mine. And then I would go to a room and cry. Mm -hmm. And people just gave me the time to do Absolutely. that. Yep. Mm -hmm. And were supportive of that. Yeah. And nobody came and bugged me and asked me if I was okay or anything like that. Right. Just leave me alone. Yeah, it's yeah. obviously just, that I'm not okay and I'm right. dealing with just my stuff. Just let me stuff. cry it right. out and yeah. then I was fine. I was fine. 
Yeah, absolutely. And and that's exactly what I'm talking about, Andrew, giving yourself mm-hmm. the space and permission to just have your feelings. Mm-hmm. And it's it's beautiful that your in-laws and everybody around you supported that and they understood yep. that. And whether you, like... Um, Deliberately set it up that way, or they just sort of intuitively understood. They they gave I, you the I think space. they just intuitively understood, yeah, and I, yeah. I didn't want to ruin their Christmas yeah, experience. So yeah. let's just separate for a couple. Exactly, of minutes, take right? the time to look yeah. after yourself, so you can get do what you need to do, and then re-engage with the mm-hmm. rest of the group. I, I love that; it's brilliant. Okay, I great. I think one yeah. of I think one of my favorite lines is usually, "It's best if I just disappear for a while. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it doesn't matter if I'm angry or right. if I'm sad or if I'm tired. It's best if I just go and be by myself yep. mm-hmm. for a while. Let me." deal with whatever it is me yep. whatever and I'm using that as what and and then come back when I'm yep. ready to face yeah, it and you know the t- the truth is that the kids on Christmas morning whether they're at your house or or the other half's house they're having a great morning yeah, I mean it's Christmas right <laughs> so they're opening presents they're having a great time um, so it was never about me saying how sad I was right. or how much I missed right. them or I just want let me hear your excitement yeah exactly just feel the joy right exactly. yeah through the phone yeah totally you know, and, then, and totally. then there's just that sadness afterwards one of right? the things that uh, we found in in our family because my niece and nephew now have I don't know about four sets of grandparents mm-hmm. because of the divorce <laughs> and how yeah. that all works and it became very overwhelming mm-hmm. for the kids when they were younger to have you know uh, you know you spend it with mom in the morning you spend it with dad in the wow. afternoon and then the grandparents all of that sort of stuff and and we've got to the point now where they pretty much spread it out over yeah. three days because mm-hmm. at the end of it, especially with the little kids they don't they're necessarily tired. know that it's well they're tired yeah. they're cranky yeah. they don't get to enjoy it as much you don't get to enjoy it as much but at that point, they don't really, really know that the 25th is the 25th. The 26th could be the 25th. Absolutely. And just do it that way and spread it out a little bit because when you overwhelm the kids, too, it's just... Well, look at, like, you know, I'm probably going to get heat for this, but it's a day that we've sort of just arbitrarily set that this is what it is that happens on this day, right? Mm -hmm. So if we can make that up for that day, we can make it up for another day. And you can celebrate anything at any time if you choose to. And and it's it's so it's really about what what energy and um, appreciation and emphasis we put on it. Mm -hmm. And you know, if like for little kids for example, when you have like four sets of grandparents, it's a very loving thing to say, you know what? Our Christmas is going to be on the 22nd. Mm -hmm. Come on over. We have time. Then you have another two days to relax or whatever before you know Christmas Eve. And then, you know what I mean? And so you can spread out. And, and, you know, for the little kid, it's like, wow, I get to do this. And I get to rest. (laughs) And I get another one. And then I go, wow. Right? And so, yeah. So it's, it's, you know, the big message that I try to give people is do what works for you. We, 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 in our, our culture, we, we hold ourselves to very high, very strict, but really arbitrary standards of what we're supposed to be doing that really do not work for many people in many circumstances, right? If they work for you, absolutely, go and enjoy them. But do not think that we have to feed this arbitrary standard for some reason otherwise we're going to be bad people or bad parents or whatever it is right Mm. we need to take a break when we come back i want to ask you about the dynamics between uh, adults at Mm. christmas time and all of us are a little uh, over organized we're trying to hold on to our family's traditions but Mm. families are growing and Mm -hmm. we feel like we're stretched a million different ways Uh, that when we come back (laughs) 
another segment of uh, Dr. Fer- Gans Ferenson. How does that make you feel? And we were talking off air just before we took the break about the adults. And it, it's funny, but it's one of those common themes if you get talking to people yeah. that adult children feel this obligation to carry on a tradition of going to mom and dads or moms or dads or whatever the situation may be. And but their own families are growing, mm-hmm. and it becomes this hassle that's almost unspoken of in many yep. cases that nobody really wants to do it, but nobody talks about yeah. it. So, yeah. is there a way to talk about it? Yep. <laughs> Tell us. <laughs> so, I mean, you know, I've said it on the show before. Uh, I don't like make make agreements. Don't make assumptions. Right. Um, there are tons of assumptions we have around the holidays. It's got to be here. It's got to be done this way. We open presents on Christmas Eve. No, we open presents on Christ- presents on. Christmas morning. We all got to go to grandma's house or whatever it is, mm-hmm. right? And, it, you know, traditions are great and they help to connect us to our past and to our, our lineage and stuff like that, right? But I think it's okay to have an open, honest conversation about how things are and see if these things continue to be useful. And when would be the best time for that conversation? Well, not Christmas morning. I was going to ask. <laughs> <laughs> Do we, we have to table? go over there now? <laughs> right. You know what I mean? So, <laughs> so, you know, like, I mean, it, in a a moment of calm, right? So maybe in February, or you know, it's too late at this point, right? I mean, yeah, we got a little, few more days. So if you really don't want to go somewhere or do something, you know, n- you know, the, the, the clock's running, so you may want to say something pretty quick. <laughs> but but generally, you know, you can say, well, first of all, let me back up. First of all. As we live, things change. Our lives are organic. We're organic beings. We change, we shift, we grow, we evolve, right? And so do our families, so do our social commitments, so does our time, availability, all these different things, our abilities to do certain things. So it's okay to check in every now and then to say, hey, you know what? We used to do it this way. Is this still good? Does this work for you, right? Because here's what's going on for me. I would, you know, I would like to cook the turkey this year if that's or at some point or you know what? I I I think that it would be good for us to maybe let's you know what? Instead of everybody going to this one small house, why don't we go and rent a hall this year because our family's getting bigger? Or, you know what, everybody's tired, it's been a rough year, let's go out for Chinese food, right? Or whatever, you know what I mean? And as long as it's openly discussed and honestly negotiated, it can be a, a really cool, cool thing. It doesn't always have to be the same. And the fact is, it's not always going to be the same because as kids get older, they're going to want to invite their friends or boyfriends or girlfriends or they want to go to somebody else's house or well, you know, just all it. sorts you, of things When happen. you get married, you're marrying somebody whose oh, family has family. a... Yeah. Right. And maybe their tradition is yeah, Christmas absolutely. morning at their place. Yeah. Now you have two traditions that conflict that, yeah. with one mm-hmm. another. That's right. So if one of the parties makes a decision or concession, yeah. then those in his family have to respect that, mm-hmm. that that makes his or her life easier. Absolutely. You know, the, yeah. because there is a demand. You feel this demand, don't you, at Christmas, that well, I've got to fit both families in and I've got to, you yeah. know. Well, the thing is, it's really, you know, uh, it's it's about looking after your fa- the family you're responsible for as opposed to the extended family all the time, right? We can negotiate that. One of the things that my wife and I had to do, because we were buried under this for a while, <laughs> Right, and we had to say, okay, you know what? There's one Christmas for my family, one Christmas for her family, and one Christmas for us. Yeah. Nice. Right, and so yeah. we got a three-year rotation that like you know it. we've more or less stuck to. 
Nice. Yeah. yeah. Okay. I like that flexible contract. <laughs> Still got to negotiate. Dr. Gans Ferentz joining us in studio for another episode of How Does That Make You Feel? We do want to get to the bonding activities for uh, mm-hmm. for holidays. We have some suggestions on how to make some uh, some memories when we come back. Global News at 3.30. Good afternoon. I'm Eileen Bell. It's 4 degrees heading down to minus 5 tonight and up to plus 1 tomorrow. The convoy protesting lack of action from Ottawa on pipelines is still heading slowly down both the Anthony Henday westbound on the south side and up Highway 2 coming into the city. They started in Nisku this morning and are heading up to Federal Conservative Leader Andrew Shear's town hall meeting at the Edmonton Inn on Kingsway at 4. Shear tells 6.30 Chad afternoon news there is more Ottawa could do to get the pipeline going we've called for them to appoint a special ministerial representative to get the First Nations consultation done right uh, we've called on them to, to repeal bill c69 lift the shipping ban on on, uh, on Canadian energy off the West Coast he says matters should also have gone to the Supreme Court to have been handled more efficiently members of the convoy are voicing their frustrations about Alberta's energy crisis in the past Quebec's premier has called Alberta oil dirty, but a recent poll says 66% of Quebecers would prefer to get their oil from Western Canada instead of foreign sources. Scott McKenzie, one of the drivers in the convoy, says it doesn't make sense for Canada to import oil. If Quebecers want our oil, then they should have our oil. Um, you know, it's. Uh, I think that some of our foreign policies here as far as, you know, importing products, uh, some of the agreements that we've signed uh, as of late uh, are not in Alberta's best interest and they're not in Canada's best interest. 1,200 trucks took part in the convoy. Justin Trudeau says Canada is going to take China at its word in a year-end interview with the Prime Minister. Says he believes the recent arrest of Canadians in China has nothing to do with the arrest of Huawei CFO Meng Wanzhou. Global Ottawa Bureau Chief Mercedes Stevenson has more. Prime Minister Justin Trudeau says Meng was arrested in Vancouver earlier this month according to the rule of law. China contends that it is doing the same thing and we're going to take them at their word on that. We are going to say, okay, you've detained these people. Let's go through the proper rule of law steps. Trudeau knows some are criticizing Canada for taking what is perceived to be a soft tone on China. A rules-based system and a protection of the rule of law isn't just about being good or nice. It's about protecting all of us. So far, the prime minister says he hasn't reached out to either the Chinese president or the American president to discuss the Canadians being detained in China. Mercedes Stevenson, Global News Radio. The annual pace of inflation slowed considerably last month to 1.7% as upward pressure from higher gasoline prices eased off. TD senior economist James Marple says softening inflation combined with other recent economic developments will encourage the Bank of Canada to leave its benchmark interest rate unchanged at the January 9th policy meeting. Could keep it on hold until March. With some of the volatility we've seen in financial markets and the uh, the lower oil prices impact on on economic activity in Western Canada. Um, uh, The Bank of Canada can afford to be cautious and uh, will be in no rush uh, to their next uh, rate hike. The agency's latest inflation numbers with the weakest year-over-year increase since January and far cooler than Ottawa's reading of 2.4%. A lawyer representing some Indigenous hockey teams in Manitoba is urging in court that all the, quote, white teams got together and formed a new Junior B League that excludes first 
First Nations. All the teams were part of the Keystone Junior Hockey League until May, when five teams left to create the Capital Region League. Jamie Kagan says the new league's actions are against the spirit of reconciliation. The lawyer representing the new league says it was created because of safety concerns about driving on the highway. 6.30 Chad News Time, 3.34. Speaking of driving on the highway, now from Global One, here's Mark Rogers. Big delays on the QE2 northbound, basically. Uh, it'll be slow all the way from Highway 19 or the Nisku overpass all the way to the south leg of the Hende. You could go all the way to the west on Highway 19 and take Highway 60 northbound or go through, uh, go to the east and take Beaumont as uh, to 50th Street as a northbound alternate. And you might want to avoid the south leg of the Anthony Henday westbound. Looks like the convoys made it to about the South Henday Bridge westbound. So it's basically backed up from there to where the south leg of the Henday westbound uh, come turns in from the QE2 northbound. So it's basically going to be slow the whole westbound stretch of the south leg of the Anthony Henday from the Henday Bridge to the QE2. Your blood donation is needed this holiday season. Book now to donate at blood.ca. Canadian Blood Services, together we are Canada's lifeline. From the Global One Traffic Centre, I'm Mark Rogers. 6.30, Chad guaranteed weather. Partly cloudy overnight. Temperatures getting down to minus 5. Increasing clouds tomorrow, a little cooler at plus 1. Chance of some flurries too. Friday, 60% chance of light snow. Temperatures holding around minus 3 through the day. It is officially the first day of winter. Saturday, mostly sunny afternoon temps near minus 6 similar on Sunday. Daytime highs close to minus 5. In Edmonton, it's 4 degrees. I'm Eileen Bell for 630 Ched, Edmonton's news and conversation station. Uh, 3.38 on the 6.30 Chet Afternoon News. We'll keep you updated on that convoy that's heading through the city up to uh, the uh, Edmonton Inn. A number of texts coming in says a chunk of convoy went east on the Henday as well, so it's pretty slow going that way as well. Kent Morrison uh, texted me or sent me a tweet just a short, uh, about 15 minutes ago, said it took about uh, an hour to get from where they were, I think at Black Jackson, mm -hmm. to, to the edge of the city. So wow. it's been slow moving. Dr. Gans Ferentz joining us in studio for another episode of How Does That Make You Feel? We kind of um, sussed out all of the uh, the the big issues. <laughs> the potential problems. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, to start with and wanted to get into um, solutions. solutions and things that you can do to actually make a really nice holiday. Well, you know, I, 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 I'd like to say just in general, right, um, changing the way we look at stuff has huge impacts on how we feel. So one of the reasons I want to do this topic is because there is a lot of sort of heaviness around this, mm -hmm. the holidays, and you see the articles that are talking about surviving your family or surviving <laughs> the holidays or whatever. I mean, listen, I've done them too, right? Yeah. But, um, you know, one of the best ways to have success is to see, look for people who are having success, then copy them. Right. So there are people, believe it or not, who enjoy the holidays and mm. have fun with their families and <laughs> do these different things. So these are some of the things that people do to help. They're them unicorns. Bond. <laughs> well, hey, listen, you look for the unicorn and then you follow sure. the unicorn to the yep. pot of gold or wherever, wherever the fairies live. Right. So, so you say you say to uh, take time to reflect and be thankful. Yeah. Well, you know what? Look, there's a lot of stuff coming at us right now with with just how much media 
like it Crap. gets well it's coming I'll at us it's not even yeah thank you <laughs> <laughs> so you know we're bombarded with it right and so we don't take enough um, time outs generally but especially to do things like reflect reflect on where our life is where we want what where we want to go what has gone well um, what we're proud of what we're thankful for it's a great gift to give yourself especially this time because you know there's something in the air and mm. you know in in just in our culture right now and so to take the time right now to reflect on what we're thankful for and appreciation is a wonderful thing especially as we go into new year's because it's also like a sort of a natural time to really take stock and think about where we want to go for the next six the, 12 months or wherever, whatever we want to do. So, so what I would say is do that for yourself personally. And it doesn't have to be a, you don't have to take a week. You can take like 10 minutes, right? Um, but if you, you know, take some time, even every day, even if a couple minutes every day, just to be quiet, just to think about your life and to think about what you appreciate, that changes your experience of everything. And it gives you, it trains your brain actually to look for more of those things to be thankful about and to, to appreciate. But now there's something that, that's magical that happens if we all do this together right at the same time so at Christmas meal or at some point in the in the gathering you say hey listen what if we take a moment and think about the things that we are thankful for with each other or just in general in life and if everybody can go around and share one or two things and talk about why that's important to you that would be just think about the energy change mm -hmm that you will have in your family gathering. So to clarify, that doesn't include, I'm thankful that we only do this once a year. <laughs> well, if you can spin it correctly. <laughs> Fair. All right. right. So I'm thankful that Uncle Jim is not here, right? It's like, no. Okay. <laughs> but, you know, really think about what, what that is and, and, and talk about that. It can really change the whole energy around the gathering to be one of... Uh, you know, uplift, and then you know, yeah, cousin so and so said that. And you know what? I'm thankful for that too. And yeah, I'm thankful that for that too. And all of a sudden, you have a different tone hmm, in your home. We're seeing more and more people doing things like like 365 days of gratitude and, and oh, writing nice. something mm -hmm. down, whether it's in a, a notebook or whatever mm -hmm. it is. I'm seeing more and more folks embracing mm -hmm. that. I like that idea too. Uh, play together, hang <laughs> out. Unless you're playing yeah. Yahtzee with my mother-in-law, because she'll <laughs> kick your butt. Games are awesome. I I, I, love <laughs> I, I love games. I, you know, and we were talking earlier about, you know, the experiences, the memories we have. Yeah. That's, those are the things I remember about Christmas. I remember, you know, getting, getting with my cousins and aunts and uncles and playing ping pong or playing Monopoly or mm -hmm. charades or different things like that, right? And that, those are the fun. I, I, I still, like, I do not remember what I got for Christmas, honestly. Those are the things that I remember, and those are the things that I miss about those types of Christmases. Mm -hmm. And and so these are the things. If, if you if these are the things we think about when we're older, and we have these fond memories, right? You you we can deliberately make space for them. We can't deliberately create them because some of those things are sort of organic and they just kind of happen. But we can make space. We can make the likelihood of things like that happening much much more likely by taking time to say, hey, let's let's go play Scrabble or let's uh -huh. play Monopoly. Well, Monopoly's kind of brutal, but, you know, <laughs> cards or, you know, like tag. You know, I, I, I was, uh, somebody I knew in Fort Murray, what they would do is every Christmas... <laughs> 
<laughs> well, this is awesome. I, I got to do this one year. What they did was they bought like these little Nerf guns yes. for everybody, and they had yes. a shootout every Christmas. And fun. that would be so. It was so much we've fun. We've done that. Yeah, you've Not done that. Not at Christmas, yeah. but we've done it. Everybody gets one. There's so much fun, right. and you you keep finding those bullets for the next six or eight months <laughs> in the oddest places. Right, right, yeah. right. And it's just you just have just a, like a it's yeah. fun like laser yep. tag or whatever, and just ridiculous stuff. And and the adults, I think, like it more than the kids, mm-hmm. right? And but the kids will remember That's how true. how just that experience and how how mom and dad were silly. But I mean, I'm just you know mentioning this stuff and I'm looking at your faces and I can see everything lighting up. Oh, right? absolutely. So, so if you can feel it. Mm-hmm. Then we yeah. can actually create it deliberately in our families, yeah, and that's that's a way better way to spend Christmas than you know, kind of complaining about whatever the economy or whatever it might be. You suggest, well, we need to take a break uh, so we have more time. But okay. you suggest also getting outside. Oh yeah. yeah, yeah. Let's talk about that when we come back. Uh, how to get through the holidays with Dr. Gans Ferentz, uh this afternoon as a, we unravel another episode of How Does That Make You Feel? Um, one of the bonding things that you can do, and we've just been sharing all of them here <laughs> yeah. during the break and laughing, and I had mentioned tobogganing with my cousins yeah. you know, when we were kids. But yeah, getting outside. There's oh, yeah. something about getting outside um, and just uh, being out there as a family. Oh, the, the fresh air, being yeah. in nature, all that stuff is just, it's amazing, right? And and being in nature has been proven to uh, lower your blood pressure, help you feel happier, help you be more, um, you know, interactive. And that's a really important thing for the teenagers, right? Okay. Um, but also, you know, reduce your stress, reduce your depression, all that stuff, right? So, so getting outside by itself is good. But when you can get outside with a bunch of people you like to be around, do something fun like tobogganing, build a snowman, snowball fight, mm. skiing, whatever, you know what I mean? It's, it really does help you to bond and it's kind of like it's kind of like camping camping is one of those mm. things where you know i mean uh, it, it can be kind of rough depending on what happens <laughs> right but that's something that creates the memory the, the rougher it is the more it's bonding not right away but later mm-hmm. two years later it's in like, hindsight hey, for sure do you remember yeah. when we did that and it was flooded <laughs> yeah. and yeah. everybody had like frostbite <laughs> oh that was awesome right <laughs> joe lost his toe remember that yeah, uh, that's right. you know i i'm surprised to see this you had put down planned topics for discussion, but that seems like uh, formal and contrary to what you would typically do for a family gathering. Well, you know, so what I'm what I'm saying with that is, you know, if you part part of the reason I I put that one in was because in order for us to have true understanding or what I call intimacy with each other, right, true relationships, we have to understand who the other person is or who are the other people that we're associating with are. And that means sharing ideas and sharing, sharing, you know, feelings and different things like that. If you are a family that tends to talk about this sort of thing, mm. if you can do it well, awesome. If you, if you struggle with some stuff and tends to get heated or whatever, much better to put some boundaries around it. And it might seem formal, but you might say, hey, listen, guys, this year we're going to be discussing these topics, right? Please do some research. Come with your ideas. We'd love to hear what you have to say. Mm -hmm. And by the way, just to make sure it goes well, here are some some rules, right? One, let's not talk over each other. Let's be respectful. No name calling, right? I mean, you know, these are things we we should know, but sometimes (laughs) it's good to be reminded. Who takes the initiative on that, though? Well, I would say say whoever, whoever would like to do that would be the first choice. 
device or if you're hosting if this is something you want as one of your activities while you're hosting then I would say you take charge mm-hmm. and you might you might choose like what I would do would I would say I'm gonna appoint so-and-so as the moderator or I will be the moderator or whatever and you know if everybody can agree to that there we go. But if we can't agree to that, maybe we just stay away from these topics yeah. for this year, mm, right? Yeah, okay. politics. Because, yeah. Safe yeah. Well, words. Yeah. Safe words. Oh, yeah. yeah. Well, you know, like this came up. I didn't say it earlier in the segment, but the time out, right? Yeah. The safe word or whatever it is to say, okay, we know what? Ah, it's getting a little hot. Let's uh, let's take a little time out, right? <laughs> What's our safe but, word, Andrew? <laughs> unicorn. That's unicorn. Right. There you go. Well, these guys mm-hmm. said it before, so yeah. we should have stopped. <laughs> but, <laughs> but, you know, like, uh, so, so it really is... Um, you know, uh, giving yourself the, the 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 boundaries, the structure to have a healthy sharing of ideas and feelings and stuff like that without people's feelings getting hurt and people not going home like mad and hurt and uh. angry for the next year. Hmm. The last one on your list. Uh, well, I'm thinking. I, I, you know what? I don't ever want to criticize or, or well, doubt you can. You. I'm, I'm open for it. Do it I, the right way, though. Yeah, I think the problem, the challenge in my Christmas. Mm-hmm is practically no one talks. Mm. So, and I would like if we did. Right. But I think we're just all afraid to talk. Like I... Well, yeah. Well, this is this is why something like this might be perfect for that situation, yeah, yeah. right? It's like, you know what? And you might say, look, we, we don't really talk about stuff, but I would like to talk mm-hmm. and kind of hear how you guys feel. And you know what? Look, especially in the current climate, it is so important to hear other diverse opinions for sure we need to be able to hear how uh, someone else feels why they feel this way what what goes into it without having to be critical or putting them down or thinking they're stupid or how you know the crazy hippie or the you know the (laughs) racist uncle or whatever you know what i mean all the stuff that we we throw out there right it's like look it's okay to have a difference of opinion. Let's find out why. Let, let me understand you better. But putting some structure around it and having some rules and, you know, and, and designating someone who can call the timeouts. Mm-hmm. And really, this is not a punishment timeout. This is a sports timeout, right? Sure, yeah. Let's take a time. Let's take time and regroup, right? But that can help you actually make it safe to have those kinds of discussions that you would like to have and kind of find out where everybody mm-hmm. sits on certain things. I guess that would involve also putting all the electronics down, eh? Yeah, yeah, absolutely, absolutely. Well, you know, you don't want to be looking up facts to beat your opponent over the head with. <laughs> but, oh, but generally, yes, that's right. But generally, generally well, Nielsen speaking, survey says, right. yeah. <laughs> according to Google. Uh, <laughs> but but yeah, putting down the electronics is, is extremely important. Okay, because we. Uh, Electronics are my bane, bane of my existence to some extent, right? Because you know what, I see so many problems in my practice with the overuse or the or the the unconscious use. Let's call it that the unconscious use of the smartphones or the tablets or whatever, right? We're we're a society that's constantly getting being plugged in and getting information coming at us. It's straight up bad for your brain, just biologically speaking. It's bad for your brain, but it causes all sorts of issues and relationships. But you can't have all the stuff we've talked about. You can't do that if you're in your phone, right? Mm-hmm. Or if you're, you know, on your device or whatever. You you miss out on the snowball fight or the, you know, the the Nerf gun fight 
or you know the, the great discussions or cooking the turkey or interacting with people so it really is important you know to if you can have a no electronics zone or no electronics time so that you create that space where you can be creative and be flexible and let some fun things happen organically so you guys can have a, a, a much better bonding experience this, it, this holiday has anyone ever pulled out a phone during a session with you <laughs> I know you can't speak of your patients, but in general terms, how's that huh. happen? That's a good question. So, you know, generally, people have their phones, and I think most times they understand enough that they put, they, they put it down or they put it on silent, or sometimes they'll say, you know, I'm sorry, the kids are at such and such a thing. Mm. I may get a call. I apologize ahead of time. And see, this is, this is good phone etiquette, right? It's like, you know, I, I, I usually tell people if you're going to, use your device pretend it's like a newspaper now for you kids out there newspaper is a big piece of paper <laughs> with print on it right uh, so anything that seems reasonable with a newspaper or unreasonable with a newspaper you want to think about it like that so if you're on a date you don't pull up your newspaper mm-hmm. when you're at the restaurant and start looking at your newspaper because that's a big sign that you're not interested in the person across the across the table from you so it's it's kind of the same if you're on your phones you know it drives me nuts when i go like to the restaurants and see all the families everybody's down yeah. the bad mm-hmm. posture and they're in their phones right no this you're, <laughs> you're together we get so little of this time already let's actually be present you know the other thing that i would say too is like you know do yourself a big favor give yourself a big gift and actually pay attention to your experience during the holidays as opposed to trying to approve how good your experience is to everybody else out in the... Exactly. You know, Couldn't whatever. agree with you more. You, you know what I mean? Like, don't... People spend so much time documenting oh, absolutely. time instead of having a good time. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Experiencing their whole life through their phone. Yeah. Right? Or worse, looking at seeing what they're missing out on, whatever mm. somebody else is mm-hmm. possibly doing, right? Be present. Be engaged. Have a good time. And stay, stay present. And you'll have a much better experience. And you actually remember what you did this year. Love it, Dr. Gans. Yep. Thank, Thank you. you. Um, again, uh, the website, drgans.com. Drgans.com. Yes. Lots of information there. How's that book? Oh, it's great. <laughs> <laughs> well, you guys got some preview I, copies, I so hopefully you have a chance to look at I it, right? Do. So, Yeah, it should actually be available on my website by the end of January. Awesome. That's awesome. what I wanted right to on. know. Merry Christmas, Gans. Thank you. You guys, too. Bye-bye. The 6.30 Chad Afternoon News with Jaylen Nye and Andrew Gross. Weekdays at 2 on 6.30 Chad.